Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and in this episode, I want to give you a tip that I think will enhance your table reads, and especially right now when everything's so virtual, um, perhaps this gives it a little bit of liveness. But before I get into it, I just want to quickly uh, encourage you to subscribe if you haven't already, that way you get all the various episodes that I put out when I put them out. Thank you if you just did. All right, so... What I mean by enhancing your table read is, at the end of the day, a script that is going to be read by actors and producers, whoever it may be, is going to be meant, you know, the whole point of a script is to show it visually, right? It is a blueprint for that film, a visual film, right? That's what filmmaking is. And so, what I would encourage you to do is to gather reference photos and almost like a slideshow, if you can, as you go throughout the various scenes, highlight the locations and the color scheme, the characters, and so forth. So that way, as people are reading it, they can glance up, look at it, and have something in mind. Now, obviously, the more sci-fi it gets, the harder this becomes, because you're creating, most times, something that hasn't really been done to a degree, but you can find some sort of reference, right? And so I would encourage you to do that um, because at least in, 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 in a, there's an understanding then um, and so forth. And I think it, to me, what this does is it expedites the process because then after the table read, you can talk to the storyboard artist, uh, the cinematographer, the actors, and they, they have a sense of it, right? Uh, I think... In terms of a script, if we all just are kind of imagining what things look like, well, then we all have to be readjusted towards the common um, ground, right? Because our imaginations may take us um, somewhere outside of it. Um, and so instead, you know, for me, I want to I kind of guide people towards that. So, you know, I'm for a table read that I'm doing, I've even pulled music you know, um, as reference music so that I'll play at certain intervals um, as things are happening just to just to get it into their mind of like, okay, this is what, you know, this, this is how the movie's going to feel. This is how the movie's going to kind of be. And again, all in the hopes of expediting stuff later on. And also, too, what it does for me is it just forces me, uh, you know, as you know, in this sense, I am the writer slash director so, you know, not not saying this is always going to be the case, but it forces me to make decisions very early on in the script writing process. So that way um, I save a lot of time and money, right? Robert Rodriguez talks about this. People are so unwilling to make decisions early on that they always say, well, well we can figure it out in post. That it costs them a lot of time, but especially money, as opposed to if you just make the decision early on. You can save both tremendously. And that's how Robert Rodriguez has made his entire filmmaking career is he's not afraid to make the choices early on. And so for me, by thinking about these things early on and, and, and putting them to practice, it helps me visualize it so that way when I'm writing the story, I can cement it a lot more um, you know, concretely than as if like, it was just like, oh, you know what? We'll figure that out later. Cause I'll just write, they fight instead of like, oh, they fight. 
you know, I can visualize it. Okay, well, this is what this person looks like. This is what this person looks like. One person is a lot stronger. So how'd that fight go? And, and really write out the details of that. Um, you know, the Matrix movies, think of them what you will. Joel Silver, one of the things he talks about is they were easy to budget because everything was written out very succinctly. As opposed to like, and then they take over the building. They had written, you know, uh, one of the more famous ones in Matrix Reloaded, the second Matrix movie, there's the famous car chase scene. And they had everything written out beat by beat. So it was a lot easier to budget because they could see it. So um, it kind of serves in that way. It's, you know, by, by creating these references for myself early on. And, you know, this is a practice that might not come to fruition if you're making this really a big budget movie. Um, I, th- I think it certainly can still apply there, but uh, for me, I always look at it from, you know, the DIY guerrilla filmmaker standpoint. And for me, um, being being one of those people, uh, this certainly is the, is, a, is a tool to, to help the process. And so I would encourage you to do the same and let me know how that goes for you. You know, very curious. So, uh, if you have any questions, if I was somehow unclear about something, by all means ask. I'd love to answer it for you. But, um, you know, I would encourage you to give this a try uh, with the next project that you work on. Let me know how it goes for you. Uh, I, would, I would be very curious to know. So um, you can comment down below or hit me up on social media at Bell Svitek. Thank you for tuning in. If this you think would benefit somebody else, by all means, please share it with them. I certainly would appreciate it. And I appreciate you. I'll see you next time.